Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. I am your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. And for those of you who are watching on video, you're now like, oh my gosh, there's two other people here. Yes, in fact, I am having my very first three-way podcast interview. And I'm so happy it's these two people. I know, totally salacious. So the two gals I have with me today have been a total wonderful blessing in my life since I've met them. They've been fabulous. I have with me Kimberly Hobshide and Ginny Trask, who are with Virtual Summits. They do amazing things. So let me tell you a little bit about each of these people. Now, those of you who've listened to the podcast, you may have heard Kimberly Hobshide already because she was on earlier with how to do a 20-word intro. But as a master connector, Kimberly Hobshide gets entrepreneurs the stages and connections that they need to stop being overlooked and massively, massively grow their revenue and reach. She's an award-winning international inspirational public speaker, best-selling author, audiobook producer, and six-time entrepreneur. So y'all, if this is your first time running a business, you want to be listening to Kimberly. She's also the creator of Entrepreneur Rocket Fuel, an active community of entrepreneurs looking to contribute, connect, and grow with other entrepreneurs. She's the mother of two and an adventure seeker who has hiked sections of the Pacific Crest Trail, navigated Class 4 Rapids with one of Costa Rica's female Olympic medal-winning whitewater champions, sailed down the coast of Mexico on a 42-foot Yankee clipper, and traversed 200 miles on horseback through Canada's Jasper National Park. Her motto is live life out loud. Oh, that's why you and I get along so well, Kimberly. Oh, seriously. She's been a guest speaker in cities worldwide, inspiring people to get where they want to go. And her specialty is turning dreams into reality. So welcome to the show, Kimberly. Say hi. Hey, Jenny. Super glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Love your show and love your show. Thank you. (laughs) And now I'm going to bring on Ginny as well. So Ginny Trask has been creating events for almost 20 years. She has worked with Fortune 500 companies around the world and some of the largest direct sales companies in the world in order to help them build tribe through events and travel. And now she is taking her tribe, building them virtually. I love that. Welcome to the show, Jenny. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yay. So I brought you guys on because we are actually going to be working together on a virtual summit that's going to be perfect for the direct sales listeners. The Badass Direct Sales Mastery Virtual Summit happening in November of 2020. Yay. So tell us, how did you guys get into the virtual summit world? Oh, great question. So Jenny and I actually met about six months ago. She was very confident and very well known for putting on live events and having them have great attendance and having the, the 
attendees have great experiences while they were there so that they could really get immersed in whatever they were doing for their events. And I had done lots and lots of online events, three-day events, summits, and webinars, and things like that, and, and virtual. And then as we met, I was like, hey, I don't do what you do. And I would love to share what I do. And then we just like, it was a natural friendship immediately. And, uh, and so we leveraged off uh, each other's strengths and then grew Web Summit Magic out of that. And it has just been a lot of fun. Putting on events virtually or live have a lot of components to them. Sometimes people have a lot of fears around putting them on, a lot of frustrations, a lot of challenges. And we are here to say, you know what, we've been there, we've done that, and we're here to help make sure that your event is the most spectacular and easy and fun event that you could possibly have. Because if Jenny, if you know anything about me, I don't do it unless it's fun and it's not worth doing if it's not fun. So um, that's, that's pretty much uh, my piece of the story. Jenny, did you, what, how did, how do you see the magic happening? Well, it's definitely been magical, for sure. Um, no, that's exactly it. And, you know, uh, what I love about Web Summits is that, you know, they really do provide an opportunity, you know, to, to reach a worldwide audience. So now, you know, because I'm all about the tribe, I'm the tribe girl, I'm all about creating tribe, right, through events. And, and what's great about virtual events, like virtual summits, is that, you know, you can just really reach this whole global audience, right? And you can have speakers from around the world. I mean, all the summits that we've put together lately, we've literally had an international lineup of speakers and an international lineup of attendees. So it's the opportunity to build that tribe on a global level that I think is so exciting for me, you know, because live events, while I still love them and I do them all the time, I'm, I'm doing one right now. I'm in Mexico right now. There's a, there's a pool out there, guys. Um, is, uh, there's a whole resort out there. Um, you know, the, the virtual platform really gives you the opportunity to extend your reach globally. And, you know, that to me is just magic, just, just so magical. And I've really, really enjoyed that piece of it, you know, because now you're not limited to just your local audience, so to speak. Right. And so we all know that, that virtual summits are a great audience builder. They're a great list builder. They're a great authority builder, but now you can do that on an even bigger scale. So I, I just, I find it very magical and I also love to have fun. I don't want to do anything that's not fun. Me and Kimberly are totally aligned on the fun component. So we want to make it more fun for everyone else. Well, and, you know, frankly, I, I think that's part of the reason why the three of us get along so well, because I, I have a feeling we're all high eyes on the disc scale there. Definitely. Uh, you know, it, if it ain't fun, it, you're going to be dragging me kicking and screaming to get me to do it, right? And I definitely agree that all of these things, the, the virtual summit has such a great way to help build your audience, build your connections, not just nationally, but internationally. And I know that a lot of my listeners are people who are, in the direct sales world, many of them are building their businesses almost completely locally, yeah. right? So doing something like this, if they're looking to expand, a summit could be a way that they begin to expand outside of their, their local 25-mile radius circle that they might have been staying within right now, right? right? You're not wrong. I think that a lot of direct sales people have struggled. And I've heard a lot from direct sales people where they say, you know, 
the market is saturated. The mar- you know, the market is, uh, I, there's nobody to go after. Everybody's already buying or heard about it, right? And the, the reason why is because they were brought in by somebody who had targeted that particular geography, right? And mm-hmm. then they were in that geography and they got in, right? And now maybe their geography is slightly larger and they have friends and family that they can bring into it and talk to about it. But, but really, once you stay with that geography, that's how you start feeling saturated. But for me, any entrepreneur, the whole point of doing entrepreneurship is that you really can define your own territory, right? And so you can now, if you're not being seen in a bigger way, you're being overlooked. So there may be people who are very interested in your products or services on the other side of the country that is not in a saturated market. And if you throw on a web summit or go virtual in any way, you suddenly increase your ability to connect with them. Yeah, absolutely. So Jenny, I mean, you do work a lot with people in direct sales. Let's let's talk about how somebody could utilize a virtual summit from a direct sales perspective, right? Because this is something that's probably never occurred to anybody before right now. Listening to this episode, they're probably like, wait, what? I can do what? Like, this is an option? Like, they, they've probably been participants, had no idea that they could do this. How, how could a direct salesperson begin the process of thinking about putting a, a virtual summit together in order to build their business? Sure. So one of the biggest things that we teach is that, you know, virtual summits are big list builders, right? One, one, one component that we really focus on is, you know, lead generation. Uh, the first thing that's going to be really important is that you do need to be clear that the end product is a, is a direct sales product, right? Uh, that is the one thing. So if you're bringing on speakers or other folks that serve your same audience, um, it is important that everyone is clear that, that the end product that you're selling from a summit is going to be, you know, uh, participation in your direct sales program. But in terms of like, you know, what you can do to put it together, definitely one of the things I love about virtual summits is that it's, it's all about serving your audience in an even bigger way right? Mm -hmm. So I am an expert at creating events, right? But until I met Kimberly, I wasn't an expert at creating virtual events. I was an expert at creating live events, right? But Kimberly is an expert on on creating virtual events. Then, you know, if we bring, we serve, we both serve entrepreneurs, right? So if we bring on speakers into a summit that we're doing that also serve entrepreneurs, but in ways that we don't like, I don't know anything about doing Instagram, like, marketing. I don't know the first thing about Instagram marketing, right? But if we can bring on somebody who does know about Instagram marketing, it's serving our audience in a way that we can't. And we're not trying to be all things to all people anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And and so really it's about figuring out who's your target audience and then bringing in folks that, that also serve that audience in a larger way. And then leveraging that, that power that you're creating this entire day dedicated to really helping this demographic of people, right? And then of course, at the end of the day, they're now, you know, joining your list and and becoming a part of your community. The one trick with direct sales is just to be very transparent with everyone who's participating, all of your speakers, that that is the end result, that the goal is that they're going to become a part of your direct sales, you know, community or product. Right. Absolutely. So for me as a, as a coach for direct sales people, one of the things that I think then in order for them to have a successful virtual summit is they need to be super clear about who their best client is. Because I can't tell you the number of times I ask the question, so who is your ideal client? And they're like, well, anybody with skin, if they're a skincare person, right? If they do, you know, jewelry, anybody, anybody who wears jewelry, you know, or if they're whatever it may be, right? They, 
they are so afraid to niche down into a market because they're afraid of missing out. Let's talk about the importance of knowing your, your best possible client because I think that is really key because for me, not every direct salesperson is my client. Like if you're going to get all judgy about me being in a corset on a podcast that has a, a, an acronym that's BDSM, you are not my client. Judgy, yeah, it's not going to work. We're, we're not going to work because I'm going to drop an F-bomb in the middle of a coaching session and you're going to go, <gasps> it, it, not my client, right? I know that. I know that. And I'm perfectly okay with there being a portion of the population out there that I don't serve, right? So how do you work with in your in your summit course with people identifying their market? Is that part of that? Yeah. Do you want me to take that one or do you want to take it, Jenny? That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. You go ahead and start and then I'll add anything that, that, that awesome. you didn't get to. Awesome. Well, so uh, this is a big passion project of mine. Um, I, I find that when you serve everybody and you say you serve everybody, you actually serve nobody. And one of the things that you can do very quickly to alienate a population or bore them to tears is to say that you can serve anyone. And especially with direct sales, because it sometimes feels to the audience a little grabby grabby, right? Like, and then so it's almost like insurance sales, right? So if you say I sell insurance, people back away, right? Right. If you say, well, anybody can benefit from who doesn't like one of my favorites is, is I do something that's around health and wealth which one don't you need, right? So it like basically includes everybody. And, and at that point, you're really having people back away. But if you say that you niche down to something very specific, like if you say, I serve fourth grade teachers, well, now people are like, huh, interesting niche. Like I know a fourth grade teacher that I could introduce you to, but not only that, other teachers are going to lean in and be like, why fourth grade? That's really interesting. You know, people who work at schools are going to lean in. People like other people are going to lean in and ask if you can help them. As a specialist, as a doctor, we all know that we go to specialists because they're really good at one particular thing, but we, we can ask them about other stuff as well, right? If they're a, if they're an, or if they're a, like an orthodontist, you can ask them about, you know, some tooth pain or maybe should you like get teeth whiteners or something like that. They, they're going to know that other stuff, not just about braces, right? So if, if, you, if you niche down, you actually become a lot more interesting. And one last thing, um, I had one guy who did websites in my tribe and, you know, website, pretty much everybody on the planet needs a website these days, but he niched down to professionals specifically in doctors, dentists, and lawyers. And that's it. That's all he did. And he got very, very, very well known for doing those websites and got tons more business just because he narrowed down to a, a particular niche and got very, very good at it. And he knew exactly what they needed. He knew how to build out their schedules. He knew, to, he knew how to build out all of the different pieces to the website. And he was already really good at it. So if you were building a new website, you went to this guy because you're like, I want my website to look similar to that only with my branding. Brilliant. Yeah. And I, I definitely also have had similar experiences, right? Folks that I knew a guy that only did real estate websites, period. That was just it. He just worked with real estate agents. He only did real estate websites and they, they made like a 
fortune. They sold the company for like millions and millions of dollars because they were so focused on that niche. It, it actually just, they were so deeply invested in serving that niche at such a deep level that they really had just thought through absolutely everything. So when a real estate person came to them, it was just like, oh yeah, we know exactly everything that you need and here it goes. So the other thing that I would say that I just kind of want to add on in terms of niching down with direct selling is guys ever felt like you're just dragging people like kicking and screaming and, and you don't understand why it is so difficult to get them to, to enroll or to get them to do this or then to get them to, you know, try to enroll other people. It's because, you know, at some level, if somebody doesn't jive with you, cause here's the other thing you got to think about direct selling. You're now with this person. Like they're, once they're on your team, they're with you. Like, you know, until they leave your team. Right forever. So, so one thing that I really learned from one of the top leaders that I work with is he doesn't want everybody. He wants people that he actually wants to go on vacation with so that when we do the leadership retreats for him, he's not like, Oh God, these guys, right? He wants people on his team that are actually the people that he wants to hang out and vacation with on these leadership retreats. Right? So if you kind of think about it that way, you know, then it's like, it, it turns the table right on, on what you're like looking for, because now you're trying to figure out if people are a fit for you, as opposed to just literally trying to drag anybody into the boat that you can. Right. The other piece of that is if you look at who have you attracted already, right. Mm -hmm. Um, who is already kind of saying yes to you really easily? Who, who, who is the majority of your team currently, right? So, and it's, sometimes it's surprising. So for example, I tend to serve minority female business owners. I'm not a minority, but I tend to attract minority female business owners. They, by and large, are the largest demographic of my clientele, right? So cool. So why don't I do more things to serve that demographic of people? Because they're clearly attracted to me. They clearly want to work with me. And I, I don't know what it is, but I love working with them too. So let's do it, right? And, and so it's so much easier if you can just kind of step back and look at, you know, who's, who seems to naturally be attracted to you? Um, maybe you attract, you know, uh, you know, stay-at-home moms. Cool. Run with that. Right. But it's just so much easier when you can really just relax into who is easily attracted to, to working with you. Absolutely. I think, and I've heard this and I can't remember where, and I'm not even sure if I'm saying it right, but if you want to get rich, get a niche. <laughs> if you want to get rich, yeah, get a niche, that. right? Um, totally. Because here's what, here's what I know just based on my own experience personally in my business. When I started coaching, I knew going into it, I was going to be a direct sales network marketing MLM coach. No doubt. I knew that that was going to be the group of people that I wanted to work with because when I did my research, first of all, I came from that realm. I came from that world. I came from that industry. I know direct sales network marketing MLM, right? I don't know corporate I don't know executive coaching. I don't know, like, can I do that? Have I been trained in that? Absolutely. My, cert my coaching certification is not a direct sales coaching certification. It's certified professional coach, right? But I knew I wanted to work with those people because that's my background. Now, here's what's interesting. Not all of my clients are in direct sales. Because here's the thing. It's one thing to market to a group of people. 
right? It's another thing about who you sell to. And again, just like Jenny was saying, you can pick who you, who you sell to. Wouldn't you much rather pick who you sell to, you know, than try to be picked out of the plethora of people who sell oils, skincare, hair care, makeup, jewelry, clothing, (laughs) uh, weight loss shakes, nutritional supplements, like wouldn't you rather be able to pick who you work with, right? And so what's interesting for me is that all of my clients do have a lot of similar descriptors, which is they are entrepreneurs who are super passionate about their product or service, but the business side of things, the sales side of things, the team growing side of things, that's where they struggle with. But that's what I know really, really, really well. So even though, so I've worked with graphic designers, massage therapists, painting companies, insurance companies, financial advisors, not direct salespeople, (laughs) right? And that has really helped build my business and allow me to, to really love who I work with. What you're pointing out so eloquently and everybody, I can, I can sort of feel resonance with that coming to you because a lot of direct sales people struggle with exactly that. You know, like I have to work with this person, even though I don't really, they don't really resonate with me because like now not only are they in my tribe and they signed up and now I have to serve them, but also there's not a lot out there. It's, you know, it's that, it's that, um, mentality of there's not a scarcity mentality. Right. But the cool thing, and I love that this is a perfect transition. The cool thing about a web summit is that it enables you to look at an ocean instead of a pond and attract people in. And then now that scarcity mentality goes away. Web summits are fantastic for driving let's say a thousand leads to you very quickly in three days. And then when you get those thousand leads, then you can cherry pick through them and say, these are the ones I want to work with. And these are the ones that maybe actually, maybe I want to refer to somebody else in my organization because I know they'd work really, really well with so-and-so right. Rather than me directly. And that, that large source of leads is really the key to being able to be super successful as an entrepreneur or direct salesperson and having that ocean to look at instead oh, of that little pond. Yeah, yeah. Because as you were saying that, I literally had this, this vision of, you know, a, a direct sales leader. So someone who's got a huge organization doing right. this virtual summit and getting this list of, let's say, a thousand people added who are already attracted to their product, their company, her or him. But then what's nice is that as they go through and as you say, cherry pick out, you're passing those people to people who are on your team. So you're going to make money on them anyway. (sighs) So it's just one of those things where you can, where you can widen your net, so to speak. And you're not looking at that very small territory that's saturated, right? That you spread your net out and then you attract different people, different human beings into it so that they can share. Now, the people that come to a web summit, oftentimes got introduced to me by one of the speakers or by somebody who promoted it or passed it on. Maybe another attendee that came to the summit and is like, oh my gosh, you got to come to Kimberly's Summit. There's a lot going on here, right? And so now I have attracted brand new fresh leads that knew nothing about me, but I show up in a very big way because I'm on video, I'm on audio. I show up with a lot of other experts who have value to give and being able to do that is really, really powerful and a great positioner. So a lot of people maybe on your your uh, podcast don't really know what a web summit is. Should we yeah, go do through it? That? I think it's really important because okay? they're, they're probably like, okay, it sounds like I need to do it. What the hell is it? <laughs> 
right, Kitty, you're up. You got to share what a, a web summit is because it's like I've been in it so long. I'm like, doesn't everybody know what that is? Yeah, so, but you but say it so much better than me. Too. So now you're going to put me on the spot and I'm not going to say it as good as you, but I'll go ahead. Um, okay. so, so a web summit is a virtual event that is held on a platform that allows people to attend virtually from anywhere in the world. And it's usually targeted to a specific demographic and a particular subject matter. So in, in niches, this is where niche is really a great thing, right? And it's usually geared towards its ed- educational or somehow providing, you know, education and, and, and pieces, pieces to the puzzle that, that this demographic is trying to solve, right? It can be one day, it can be multi-day, they can be live, they can be pre-recorded, um, they can be interview style or presentation style, as we say. So these are all things that we go through and some, we have some, some webinars and things like that that we do that are free, actually, that people can go through to learn more about that. Um, but just about all the different styles of a web summit. But that's essentially a, what a web summit is is in my opinion. Kimberly, do you have anything to add? I don't say it as well as you say it. <laughs> oh no, don't say that. She's, uh, she's fantastic. So yeah, it is generally speaking, you can have somewhere between, it can be as small as eight at medium size would probably be 20 to 30. And then somewhere between 30 and 50 or 60 people on as your experts coming to talk to your tribe about different subjects, but it's not just your tribe. It's theirs as well. So each speaker goes out and advertises, hey, I'm going to be on this summit. Please come see me and all of the other speakers. And Ginny's right. It serves a a particular group of human beings. Now, it may not be niche down to fourth grade teachers, but perhaps you can say um, people in education, right? So I'm serving people in education and they all have really curious questions about like how to use technology in the classroom. They might want to know like, how to use Zoom now that we're in shutdown. They may want to know how to inspire kids to find projects to do around the house that uh, align with science. They may, you know, different subject matters for these people, not all of which you might be an expert on, but if you bring together this conglomeration of eight to 60 speakers, and it could be more than that, um, to bring value to this tribe, now you're going to have everybody sign up for the summit that has curiosity in other areas and you can slide your message in along the way. So at the opener, you'd say, uh, it's sort of like a podcast where you say, hey, this is Jenny Bellinger and this is what I do. And I have these experts on Kimberly and Ginny and they're gonna talk about X, which is not necessarily your expertise, but people in your tribe will be curious about it, right? So it's almost like a podcast on video all at once over a course of a short period of time. And my summits, just because they are like this, I have 36 speakers, 12-hour days, a new speaker every hour on the hour for three days, Mm -hmm. sort of marathon style. So people actually tune in to watch like, holy cow, this is amazing that it's still going. We're like, we're at the 13th hour and it's like happening. Oh my gosh. And I can't wait for tomorrow. And it sort of gets that energy going. It's like binge watching on Netflix, right? You got to yeah, have except the great thing is that you can actually interact like as because I've been on and been to a couple of each of your virtual summits, right? So I've been a speaker on one of them, the Badass Women in Business. Um, I also did the Health, Wealth and Wisdom Summit. And then I've also participated in some of the other people who were speaking and you, you actually do, you get to participate. You can ask questions and say, Hey, when you were talking about this, like you can, you can literally send a message to the the two people and they will ask the question for you. So it's really super interactive. It's a great way to learn. 
And again, you don't have to, if you don't want to, sit there for 12 hours a day and watch all of the things. Many of these have recording offerings where you can go back and watch them later, especially if you're, if you're going to have like, for example, the, the Baddest Direct Sales Mastery uh, virtual summit that I'm planning on doing uh, November. Everybody needs to attend that. Every single, every single person on this podcast definitely needs to attend it just to see what it's like because, oh my gosh, how fun is that? Exactly. And you're, you're already going to know one of the people on the podcast yeah. <laughs> or one of the people on the summit. You might know two more. Ginny and I might be on it. We don't know. Probably. Probably. <laughs> you know, because here's the thing. So, you know, I've already got a list of, I think, 12 to 15 people who've agreed, and I've already asked them to set aside a day or a time slot sometime during that period. So the summit's going to cover things that are not just, you know, sales related, which is my specialty, but we're going to have people on who talk about how to build a referral plan. We're going to have people on who are going to talk about how to build community. And we're going to have, you know, so Ginny has one way of building community. My coach, Scott Conway, has another way of building community, right? So what might work for some people to hear Ginny's way, you know, they might hear Scott and go, not my way, right? But it's great because you get to learn different things. So we're going to have, uh, uh, Kyle Gray has agreed to be on to talk about how to tell your story. Um, I've got, let's see, Virginia Moosekey's agreed. She's coming on to talk about how to get referrals, how to be referable. We've got Marcel Brown coming on to talk about technology and utilizing technology to automate your business so you aren't spending all that time. So you can actually have time with your kids, which is the reason why you started your direct sales business in the freaking first place, right? Right. And I'm, I've got Scott Aaron coming in to talk about LinkedIn. I've got Mara Graf to come in and talk about Pinterest and Trello boards for product. I mean, just already so many people in different areas that you're, everybody's going to, their heads are going to be spinning by the end of the three days with all of the things. But let me tell you, you want to be there because you don't want to miss any of the live interaction to ask the questions that you want to ask. Otherwise, you, then you have to go through the email and sending the thing and doing the whatever. It's so much easier to just be there, right? Definitely. And you, know, you did a great job of explaining exactly why somebody would want to attend a summit and would be attracted to it because they can learn a lot from you from this podcast, but they can learn a ton from a bunch of other speakers that come on all at once. And as you say, you can tune in for the ones that you're excited about and for the ones that you think, I definitely am interested, but don't have time. I've got a conflict. You can get those recordings. Oftentimes, as you say, they'll offer recording options for you to be able to see the rest of the speakers at another time as well. But it, it, the, the live component is a lot of fun. If you were really interested in Scott Conway's way to attract a tribe, for example, you might tune in for his and then ask questions during the event because it is live and interactive. So great opportunity to be able to do that. And you've just done it for us, told everybody why they would want to come to your summit and why they would want to host their own. Absolutely. Because imagine too, because during all of this, all these interviews that I'm going to be doing, guess what I'm going to be doing? Learning from other people how I can also improve my business, right? And I think that's really key is the, the virtual summit isn't just about list building. It isn't just about building a tribe. It's also about what can you learn from the people that you have on that improve you as a human being, improve you as an entrepreneur, improve you as a parent, improve you as a partner in a relationship, all of those things. Yeah. So I, I think if somebody isn't already going, okay, I need to, I need to do this, right? They, Sorry, <laughs> but at this point, the, the smart people are, are thinking, okay, I got to do this. So how can they 
then begin to reach out to you guys to, to start the conversation about their own web, what was it, web magic? Web Summit, but yes, it's Web, web Summit Magic. That's web it. Summit Magic is the name of our company. And if you go to www.websummitmagic.com, you're going to be able to see a little bit more about how you can create your own Web Summit, attract a huge tribe, grow your audience, build your list, and monetize very, very quickly in a new, fun, and creative way. Because, you know, sometimes it is, you know, it is a grind and you got to do like, show the plan or, you know, put a party together or whatever. And it's a little bit of a grind. So this is a really new, fresh, fun, interesting, engaging way to collect a much larger audience to serve in a much bigger way and to get seen and heard. Because I believe if you're not being seen, you're being overlooked. And if you're not being heard, your message is not getting out there. And if you're not clear on your message, then it's not going to have the impact and contribution to the world that you want it to have. So Web Summits are a great way to get seen and heard in a much bigger way, very, very quickly with a whole lot of fun thrown in. Yes, absolutely. And it's, it's a great opportunity to just really get connected in different ways. Jenny, for people who are wanting to learn more about how you build tribe, because of course, right now the listener is also a shared tribe with you. You and I share this group of people because of what you do. How can they get in touch with you if they want to learn how to build their tribe through what you do through your process? Sure. So of course, websummitmagic.com, if they're wanting to do the summit model, um, that is a piece of, of definitely what I do. If you guys are wanting to do live events or leadership retreats, like leveraging the power of being on a beach with your top leaders that, or your tribe, um, toptiertravel.com is my company. That's toptiertravel.com. And you guys can go there to see kind of the different programs we do and uh, fill out a form to work with us. We are actually really selective about who we work with. Um, we don't take on very many clients each year. So um, because we do provide a really high um, white glove level of service, but you guys are welcome to go and check us out at toptiertravel.com. That's awesome. And so listener, keep in mind all of those links, you don't have to memorize them. You don't have to write them down. Just literally grab your phone because I know you're listening to this through your phone. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, just scroll up to the description. We'll have all of these links where you can literally just click and go directly there to check this out. So I want to thank you, ladies. This has been a blast. I love working with you guys. I'm so excited for the introduction from Scott Conway and, and Virginia Booskies to you both. Oh, you guys are amazing. So thank you for being on the podcast today. I so appreciate you. My pleasure. It's just, I, if, it wasn't, if it wasn't fun, we wouldn't be here. You are amazing and fun. You're awesome. And I, I really do. I love your show. Thank you so much. And Jenny, thank you. Oh, yeah. This has been a blast. You know, I, we're just like, we're so aligned, you and I. I absolutely love everything that you're about and everything that you do. And every time we get on the phone or anything together, I feel like we're just like, oh my God, I'm so excited about everything. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been super fun to be on here with you. Thank you so much. It's been a real honor actually to be able to speak to your tribe and, and to hopefully serve them in a, in a bigger way. I hope that they got some information that was valuable. Absolutely. I, I, I'm sure they are, if they were driving during all, all of this, they probably pulled over to take some notes, I would think. I would hope so or at least save this as a favorite episode guys if you have that if it, if you have that opportunity based on your podcast player favorite this one because this one is going to be one you're going to want to go back because oh my gosh we talked about 
niching and web summiting and all the benefits that it brings to you and your tribe and, and the people around you, especially as a leader, that so many different things. So thank you ladies for being here. I so appreciate it. And guys, stay tuned for the next badass episode. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to badassdirectsalesmastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.